Welcome back to the Health, Love, and Happiness podcast. I hope everyone is having a great start to your fall season. It truly is my favorite time of the year. I love fall. It's just, I feel like it's fresh and a new beginning. So I thought that this episode on my podcast would be a great way to start the fall season. This episode is going to be all about weight loss. Now, I want to be clear. If weight loss is your goal, and and weight loss isn't what I start on it, it, when I work with clients. It's really not what I talk about in general. Um, to be honest with you, I'm more of like a wellness girl where I'm going to teach you how to live a healthy li- lifestyle and be the healthiest you can be. However, I do know that you need to be in a healthy weight range to be healthy And also, there's so many clients that want that, and there's nothing to be ashamed about losing weight. There's nothing to be um, insecure about wanting to lose weight. We've all been there. I've been there, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about my weight loss strategies and what I use as well, because I think it helps when people tell the story of how you actually have to work at things, and and I'm one of those examples. Also... um, When we go through this today, I want you to know that this is information that I've gained over the past 20 years of working in the wellness field. I've worked in so many different capacities in the wellness field, and especially with fitness and weight loss. And it's a tricky little subject, but it's one that has been just bombarded. We've been bombarded with different ideas, and there's so much out there. And what my women struggle with when I work with them is that there's so much out there. So today's episode is simplifying and what I've learned. I will be clear that, and I know people hate it when I say this, that I say it depends a lot because it truly does depend on the person. I'm going to tell you the solid tools that will get you started, but then there's other things that might be dependent on your lifestyle and your stress level and things that you're going through. So, But before we even get to those things, these are the tools that I want you to use in weight loss and the tools that I've seen that are pretty tried and true. And if you stay to them, you do lose weight. Um, I'll begin by saying there really aren't any magical unicorns when it comes to weight loss. Like I said, it depends on a lot. I always focus on habits and whole foods. Um, but today's podcast, we're going to look, I'm going to drop some truth bombs on you. Um, and if you're listening to this while you're driving into work or just on a walk, know that you might not want to hear some aspects of this. So turn it off if you're not mentally in that space um, and not in a good headspace for a little bit of tough love. You guys know, if you know me as a, as a person, you know that I am really an empathetic person. I couldn't be in this field and work with my clients if I, if I weren't. And, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to throw some truth at you because sometimes you need to hear it. And it's, it's the truth. So let's get into it. And and also, y'all, everything I tell you is from a place of love. So there's no judgment. When we go into weight loss, it is a very sensitive subject, and there's really no judgment. Um, I just want you to have success in your weight loss, and everything I tell you today, I've also told myself countless times, and I continue to tell myself. So let's get into it. Any weight loss program that that spews something in it that says you're going to lose all this weight or that it's magical, I am going to tell you in that weight loss program, they have decreased your calories. And, you know, somewhere along the way in the wellness industry, calories became this thing that didn't matter. And they do matter. They matter. And we're going to talk about a little bit more about the parts and pieces of the calories that matter, but calories do matter. You cannot, you you can't out-exercise a negative diet. And and here, guys, when I say negative, there's also a lot of noise in in this field of saying that foods aren't bad. I, I am going to tell you that, and this is where you might not like this. I, I can't look at you while you're eating a bag of Cheetos and say that food is good for you. I eat Cheetos sometimes, not really, they're not my thing, but 
let's just say I'm eating whipped cream, okay, because you all know I like it. I, I'm not going to tell myself that that's the good food. That's just like gaslighting me on on that food. That that's, To me, it's just another part of our society that just makes absolutely no sense these days. But I'm also not going to feel guilty about eating that. That that's the that's where we need to get, y'all. If you do eat a food that's less than healthy or not the best, you don't have to feel guilty about eating that food. But but don't lie to yourself and say that all foods are the same because they are they are not. They are not the same. Doesn't mean and I you knew you guys know I'm a massive advocate of 80/20, 90/10, whatever it is that you're doing. Um but that 20% that I'm eating nachos, whether it's French fries, I don't, I don't know. I'm just throwing foods out there. Um, I'm not going to lie to myself and say they're good, but I'm not going to feel bad about eating them either because that's life. So that's, that's just a little tidbit about the calories. So do they matter? Yes, they do. When you are trying to lose weight, I would love to tell you that they do not. I would love to tell you you don't have to have any clue of what you're eating, but they do. They, they truly do matter. And all these new programs that are like, you can lose this or lose that or whatever it is, guys, it's just, and they'll be like, oh, well, I didn't eat this. It's because you're pulling out all the processed foods that are really calorically dense and make you crave more calorically dense foods. And so when you're eating balanced and whole foods, you're not craving all that other. So you're, you're eating less food, which is ideally what you want to do. But also where they come from, like I just said, will determine if you can be consistent or not. And, and that's my, that's my real piece with the calories. For example, guys, there, there was research done. I think it was back, honestly, when I was in college, shortly after college. I, I think I read it, uh, read about it. It was for one of my, um, papers I had to do. But the Twinkie diet, for example, it was showing you, this one guy was showing you, this researcher was showing you that, you could lose weight on a Twinkie diet because it can work because you're lowering your calories just eating. I don't even know how many Twinkies he was eating a day, but you're going to be miserable because it makes it so hard to sustain. So you can you can lose weight eating crap food too as well, but it makes it so hard to sustain and it usually comes all the way back. If you If you are looking to lose weight... And this, and you're like, I don't know where to start with calories, Brady. That's great. I hate looking at calories. I don't want to look at them. And guys, here's what I'm saying too. They're just a piece of the puzzle as well. You must find a calorie range. I, I don't like it when clients come to me and say, I want to eat 1,500 calories a day every, every single day for six weeks to lose weight. Okay, that's great. But you're not a robot. Um, most of you still have a cycle. Uh, most of you have different times in your life where you want to eat more. Sometimes you're very athletic and you might be a runner or you um, might have different workouts that day where you need more food. So I tell my clients, I, put, I want you in a caloric range. One, it gives you a headspace of more freedom. And two, it helps you to understand that your your body's not a robot. When you're getting a select calorie number every day, it makes it really hard for you. It, you feel very trapped in that. And so, you know, it, and going on that, y'all, that's the same thing that happened with Weight Watchers. They gave you a number. And I will tell you this, Weight Watchers is a great tool to to lose weight because it is lowering your calories. It does it in a just a more fun way. It does it in a sneaky way where it's not focusing on calories. It just focuses on points. But let's say that you're like, okay, Brady, I want some nitty-gritty of how to get started. So I'm going to share with you guys some nitty-gritty of what I do to how to get started. A great place to get started, guys, is your goal weight times 12. Just multiply your goal weight times 12. So, for example, if your goal weight is 150, you're going to multiply it by 12. You're going to want to start at 1,800 calories a day, okay? So I would put you anywhere from... 1800 to 2000, you know, so that gives you a little bit of a range. And then you look at it and you see, okay, are my clothes fitting better? I'm not saying you have to jump on the scale. If you do jump on the scale, okay, after a couple of weeks, has it gone down? 
at all, and then you say, okay, if it's not, then we need to play around with it a little bit more. And if it is, then you're in the right spot. So people want this very concrete answer with weight loss, and it's just not concrete, guys. It's some trial and error. It it just truly is. And you have to be patient and you have to give it time to figure this out if you're going to do it the right way. If you want to get weight loss fast and you want to lower it to 900 calories a day, 1,200 calories a day, that's that's fine. That's on you. And I don't think that's the right way to do it. I've had plenty of people go to different um, weight loss clinics and they don't count calories. They simply give you meals. And after I calculated them, they're anywhere from 900 to 1,200 calories. Okay. And those clinics defense, they guarantee you weight loss. So how are they going to guarantee you weight loss if they're not cutting you really low, you know, so, and weight loss fast, because if they're paying, if you're paying that clinic $3,000 and you're not seeing any difference right off the bat, you're going to be kind of pissed off. So that's what they're doing. It's no like magical secret guys. And, and I, I wish people would be more transparent about this in their programs because I have so many clients say, well, I lost weight doing this, and this is the only reason I ever lost weight. Well, have you ever counted your calories? Did you ever see what you were doing? No, I didn't. Okay, well, let's go back here and count what you kind of had in a day, and you're eating 1,000 calories a day. Well, of course you've lost weight. You've never eaten 1,000 calories a day. Like, it's not rocket science, guys. It's just that the fitness and wellness industry is not transparent. And so that is what I'm trying to do with you today. Also, guys, I tell my patients time and time and time again, you have to be patient. I know you don't want to be patient. I know we live in a world that everything needs to come instantly, and you can't enjoy the journey, and you can't stay in the moment. But with weight loss, you have to be patient if you are doing it the right way. And I'm not trying to say the right way. If you're doing it slower, okay, I think whatever you end up doing, that's your journey. Um, The way I see things, guys, is... I can't tell, I don't want anybody to tell me how to live my life or what to do with my body. So I'm really not going to tell you. I'm just making suggestions. So I've had so many friends come to me and I think it's a good thing where they'll say, you know, hey, I did a Zempic, I did this program. You know, it always ends up coming back, not really working and they can't sustain it. So then we we talk about tools. It's never a judgment thing, guys. I totally get it. You know why Zempic and those weight loss, it, it works because it's quick. And you know why? It's because you don't have to think. Women live in this world of constantly thinking about weight loss and their bodies and this over and over in my clients. And they're just exhausted because it's not just the weight loss component you live in a world where women are thinking about every single thing. We have painted ourselves into this corner where we have to be crazy career woman. We have to be crazy PTA mom. I don't mean like literally crazy. I mean like literally active with it. Um, sports mom, cooking meals, all, all the above. So when you think about one thing, you're like, I'm so sick of thinking about weight loss. So I totally get it. And I empathize with my, with my clients. So don't ever think that I'm judging. I'm, I'm not. I just, I get pissed when, when people go on stuff and then it doesn't work long-term and then they've wasted six months where we could have getting, gotten them to a better place. I, I just wish it was more transparent. But Another thing is, guys, ideal weight loss, and you are not going to like this at all, but ideal weight loss is half a pound to a pound a week. I want about 90 days to work with you. I, I really do. Really and truly, I want about six months. And I know that's hard for you, but but that's where you need to be to to get. And, and like I said, that's why weight loss injections are on the rave right now because it doesn't take long. It, I mean, you're losing eight pounds in three weeks, you know, and it's just, and that would take me about two months to do with you the correct way. So, or, or a little bit more. So, you know, I can see why all that, but ideally that's, that's what our bodies are made for. It's not, it's not made to lose weight that quickly. And that's why you're seeing a lot of side effects of muscle loss. And I can tell you one thing right here, right now, losing muscle 
in your 40s and 50s, your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, ain't pretty. You don't want to lose your muscle. You want to keep your muscle. Why do you think young girls look so vibrant? They have more muscular mass. Okay, so that that's where I want you to start with calories if you're looking at how many calories do I need every day. Let's talk about tracking. To track or not to track. I am a big advocate of tracking a little bit. Um, I want my clients to track for a couple weeks at least to see. I personally have to track. When I am trying to shed weight or to kind of cut a little bit, and this is what I'm saying, guys, also for me, my weight can fluctuate five to six to seven pounds. Like sometimes that's just what it is. And I usually always do kind of like a reset in the fall and in the spring. I don't track year-round. I just don't. I like to see my protein, and it's hard for me to guess my protein, even doing this over and over again. And I just think that's something that's been proven to help so much. So I I do like to track there, and then inevitably it's going to track my calories. But if you're trying to lose weight, and if I'm trying to get to the point where I want to lose weight— Um, And that's another thing, guys. I'm not at the point where I'm like, okay, I've got this big weight loss journey, but know that my weight fluctuates because I'm not a robot. I'm also a big advocate of there's different times of your life that you don't need to be focused crazy on weight loss. I want you to maintain, but it might not be the right spot for you. And you might just be in a place where you're just trying to survive, you know. But for me, I need to track because I don't have a health coach or nutritionist to keep me on track. I am her. So I have to visually see it. And that's what works for me. That does not mean I track year round. It just means that I track to see. I never track with, even when I'm losing weight or I want to lose a little bit of weight, I never track on the weekends because I just don't. Um, I will do it lightly um, in my head uh, because you don't want to go crazy over in the weekends. You want to be consistent because then you can, sometimes you can blow everything you do in a weekend from the whole week. But tracking helps you to see. A lot of times, you know, I, I like my clients to track unless, this is this is the trigger, unless it, it triggers them, unless they've had an eating disorder, unless they've ha- tracked so much in their lives that they're exhausted from tracking. The thing about tracking is that it's been scientifically proven if you self-monitor a behavior, that that behavior is more likely to change. So if you're self-monitoring what you're eating, that behavior is more likely to change. And see, I'm the behavior girl. I want the behavior to change. So how am I going to get it to change for you? I want you to track it. And if you're doing it and you're actively tracking it, chances are that behavior is going to change. Chances are we're not going to have to track as long. It's just, it's just habit change, guys. But the problem is a lot of people will track and they'll do it half-ass and then they'll say, I'm not losing any weight. And then they're doing this half-ass whole thing and then they're frustrated and pissed. So that's why I'm going back to the place where, and I've told a good friend of mine this, if you're not in a place to actively invest in weight loss, please don't do it because it's just going to frustrate you because you're just going to do it 50% of the time and you're not going to get the results you want from that. So you you need to get in a, a mindset of like, okay, I'm ready to do this. Guys, I've done this and I'm like, what the heck, what am I doing? Um, it doesn't mean you throw everything out. It just means for weight loss, you got to tighten things up, right? You got to tighten habits up. You got to be more... Um, mindful of what you're eating and what you're doing. And if you're not in the place where you can do that, please don't do it yet, okay? Because then that's going to make more frustration for you in the long run. If you are working, if weight loss is your goal, I would look at um, calories and protein. That's just the two things. A lot of people can go into macros. I'm not a macro girl. I like to look at calories and protein. I don't really care about your carbohydrates or your fat load. I shouldn't say I don't care. I don't want your carbs going crazy just because they're going to make your blood sugar all wackadoodle. But, um, and this is where I go. It depends because people are like, how many carbs can I have? It depends. It depends on who you are. Some people process carbs really fast. Some people don't, you know, so it really just depends on your your body. So that's something you have to play around with. Most women, as we get older, don't 
do as well with higher carbs. We just don't. So I think you can ingest 30 to 40 grams of carbs um, per meal and be okay, you know, which I think is a large amount, you know. I don't think that's something that would be hindering or restrictive for you at all. But I'm not really worried about that, guys. I want to look at calories. I want to look at protein, protein mainly. If you hit your protein goals, pretty much everything falls into place. When you're looking at a calorie deficit, how much do you want to go into deficit? If you're looking at, you know, really digging in, you know, you're looking at 10%, 20%, 30% of a calorie deficit. Obviously, 30% is a more extreme, 20 is kind of a midline, and 10% is you're not going to have to cut as much. So it's going to take you longer, though, but you're not going to be as miserable. And I shouldn't seem miserable. You're not going to have to cut as much because I think if you're eating the right amount of protein, you're not going to be miserable. At least, at least I'm not. At least the people I work with are not. The only time I play with carbs is um, if someone just really doesn't feel good on a lot of carbohydrates. So we're just we're not seeing the scale move as much, you know, they're just holding on to them. We'll we'll play and I'll say, okay, let's lower them a little bit. But for women, guys, before you start your cycle, you need carbohydrates. And I'm not talking about cake and cookies. I'm talking about sweet potatoes. I'm talking about butternut squash. I'm talking about regular white potatoes. I'm talking about different foods, beans, because they can be more of a carbohydrate load, you know, foods that give you um, a healthier carbohydrate is what I want you to focus on. Guys, it goes back to your calories, and that's what you need to focus on. I can honestly say that some people will say, I don't have time to track. And you know what I'm going to say to that? Because this is one of my truth bombs. How much freaking time do you spend scrolling on Instagram and watching Reels? Or commenting on people's pages that truly you have no clue who they are or no relationship with. It takes 15 to 20 minutes extra a day to track your food. I can almost guarantee if I pull out your phone, your screen time is going to be three times that amount at least. So please don't tell me you do not have time to track your food. You must make time. A lot of times, guys, though, the thing that's hindering people from tracking is they don't want to see it. A lot of times, uh, and I've been this way too, so don't think you're the only one. A lot of times women are like, well, if I, I, I want to keep... <laughs> I want to keep doing what I'm doing now and magically just lose weight. That's what they want. They're like pissed that their body's different from when they're 24. Well, guys, girls, ladies, men, everybody, that's just life, okay? Life changes. You got to evolve. You got to pivot. You got to stop being whiny about it, and you got to move on. You're a grown-ass adult. Figure out how to do it, guys. Figure out how to say to yourself, you know what? life does change. I got to get my crap together if I want this result. And it just know that you do have time for that. Don't say time's an excuse. The only time I do not want you tracking is if it makes you purely miserable and it makes you turn into someone that you do not want to be. And also guys, when I say track, I'm not telling you to track for six months. I'm telling you to track for two weeks to a month so we can just see what the heck is going on. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying for you to track forever. Some people want to track for the full six months. In fact, you're probably going to be more successful if you do. But I also want you to know how to eat without it as well. But people will go into intuitively eating. People don't know how to intuitively eat. How are we supposed to know that until you look at it, you know? And sometimes it's got to hit us upside the head for us to see, and we visually have to see it. Sorry, guys. Captain... Captain saw the mailman or something. A a little bit of a side note for women. I get this a lot. Can hormones disrupt things? (laughs) Yeah, they can. They can disrupt things. Can they disrupt your weight loss um, goals? They can. They absolutely can. I won't say they they can't. Um, You know, if you've got stuff with cortisol, for example, that's going to screw up your sleep. Not sleeping enough is going to screw up your insulin. And that's going to make you hungrier, okay? So you can see how that trickles. Um, my thyroid was not working really great after I had Reddington. My adrenals were shot. I, weren't, I wasn't sleeping. I still lost and got down to where I wanted to get down to, however. But I was 33 then. Um, as time went on, the thyroid kept getting worse, um, and I kept... You know, when I say worse, not terrible, but it was like I had, and then it was like I gained like these six, and I know it sounds bad, guys, but like 
I gained like these six to seven pounds that I couldn't get off. And I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but for me, it was a big deal at the time. And it was just like, I couldn't figure that out. Now, I'm going to be really honest with you. I wasn't tracking consistently. I wasn't doing that because it wasn't the time for that. I had a baby, you know, a six-year-old and a four-year-old or three-year-old. I don't know, somewhere around there. I had a lot of crap going on. Um, But then when I did finally, when I found a doctor to help me with my thyroid and it wasn't a crazy amount of medication and we started me really low on a really, really low dose, my energy came back and my, I think my metabolism just started. So it was easier for me to lose that seven pounds. So I can see that happening. However, I did control what I was eating and my calories were in a deficit to lose. It just made me able to lose, if that makes sense. It wasn't stuck feeling. But I will tell you this, guys, I was losing a pound every two weeks. Okay. But also wasn't like starving myself, you know, and people don't want to hear that, but that was the reality. And I got there, but it was, it wasn't like I was like deprived, but I was having to be a little bit more consistent. However, I think we've gotten to a place guys where the hormones are a factor and women, they are, but before you go down that dark hole of hormones, I've seen this so many times with clients. They go and get all this crazy amount of testing done and all this and all this crap. And then the doctor's like, you're fine. And they're like, what the hell? I don't feel fine. You know, I you got to, before you go into that dark hole of that, have you tracked? Have you been in a calorie deficit? Have you been consistent? Have you been doing what you know you need to do for six months. And if you can say yes, then let's jump to the next place. But chances are you have not done that. And this is where the truth is. You've got to say, have I looked at that? And don't say, I'm eating the same thing I ate when I was 32. Okay, guys, I can't do that. Like, you've got to change it a little bit, okay? When you hit your 40s, it just is a little bit harder. However, they have now debunked the myth that your metabolism has decreased. You know what decreases? Your muscle mass, okay? So your muscle mass decreases because your estrogen decreases. So all your, so yes, hormonally speaking, you are kind of going through changes. However, you can change that component. You know, resistant training and tracking your calories. Have you done those two things? Have you worked on it? Have you looked at this for six consistent months? And then you can get up to that whole, um, you know, thing about your hormones. Okay. I'm not saying they aren't real. I'm not saying I haven't looked at them. I'm not saying that I still don't look at them for myself. I'm just saying before you jump to that, be honest with yourself. Okay. Start looking at what what you have eaten. Okay. Stop looking at that as a waste of time, guys, because it is, you know, but you, you got to, before you go down that rabbit hole of everything, let, let's take an example. You've eaten, you know, whatever you normally eat. You're not tracking how much protein you're not having. You're not looking at a Chick-fil-A salad for lunch that you had their ranch dressing that's 300 calories, basically. So you're, that salad's 800 calories for a salad. You know, did, did you know that? No, because you haven't looked at it, you know? And so you're thinking you're doing something great. And, you know, before long, for, between breakfast, you had a Starbucks coffee and, you know, something else, a, a bagel. And then you had the salad. Before long, you're at 1,300 calories just before you even have gotten to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then you have a 3 o'clock slump because you're tired because you haven't had enough protein and you eat, you know, a granola bar, you know, and that spikes it. And then you go home and you're exhausted from the day of working your butt off and dealing with children and you got homework and everything. And so you're just eating while you're fixing. Well, y'all, then you're going over your calories and you're not getting your protein. Also, you know, look at it, guys. You got, let's just say, um, let's take an example. Let's say you, you, you're like, God, I'm really working on my eating. Okay, that, that's good. Let's look at what else. This is, I'm just taking you through what I do with clients. I'm giving y'all a little free session here. Okay, let's take a look. And there, let's say I have a client. She's like, okay, but I had five glasses of wine last, last weekend. Okay, and that's on the smaller side because five glasses is like a bottle. So if you go out one night, y'all know how easy it is to drink a bottle of wine. You know, five glasses 
can go. But she, let's say she had five glasses of wine, 120 calories a glass, let's say, because it's about that much. Y'all, that's 1,700 calories extra from wine, 1,700 calories extra. What if you had 10 glasses of wine? What if you're having 14 glasses of wine? What if you're having two glasses of wine every single night? That's that's over, that's like 3,400 calories a week extra. Things add up is what I'm saying. And you've got to open your eyes and look at what's adding up to have you to, to have success. It's just the truth of all of it. I need you to put your big girl pants on and be truthful. You know, this is something in your life that instead of just making up stories to yourself, I want you to be truthful because guess what? I want you to have success. I'm not like all these other people out here. It says just ignore all that. Do my program. I could write you a program. I could write everyone a program out here and I could guarantee you weight loss and I could not tell you anything that's part of that program. But that's not who I am, and ethically, I'm not going to do that. And if you look around the fitness and wellness industry, that's all you're seeing. I want you to eat nutritious food and feel better and get the results that you want. But in order to do that, you got to be truthful to yourself and stop overcomplicating everything. Like I said, with tracking, I don't want you to do it forever, but we we got to stop making this weight loss unattainable. I I want you to track so we can see what we got going on here and track consistently. More importantly, the third thing we're going to talk about today, more importantly than your number of calories is what the heck are you eating? Calories are not the whole conversation, but we cannot exclude, like I've said, the past 30 minutes, the importance of them. We must emphasize the appropriate level of calories, but... I want you on a whole foods diet. That's one tried and true, guys. A whole foods diet will never lead you down the wrong path. Less processed, more whole foods is going to make you a happy girl or boy, whatever. Meaning, I want 80% to 90% of your calories coming from proteins, um, veggies, fruits, healthy fats, some uh, whole grains if you want, like a rice or um, oats or something like that. Not my favorite, but they have a place in everyone's diet. Just depends on how much of a place you want. Um, wraps, stuff like that, that have bread, stuff like that. I'm fine with that. Um, but mainly we want those fruits, the vegetables, the proteins, you know, the beads, uh, the beans, the nuts, the seeds, all that good stuff, guys. That's what we want. Whole foods matter. They keep you full with protein and fiber, so you're less fussy. Your blood sugar is stable. Blood sugar is huge, guys. When your blood sugar is spiking all over creation, you're starving, you're irritable, you're, you're hangry. You're not able to be the woman you need to be or man you need to be. You've got to keep things stable. And in order to do that, you've got to eat whole foods. It's just there's no winning with processed foods. They You can have them in your diet. I have processed foods in my diet. But um, uh, my diet is mainly whole foods. It's the type of calories you eat that will determine if you're successful. I tell this to everybody. I, it's the type of calories that you're going to eat determine if you're successful or not in weight loss. Absolutely. So are you eating trash? Are you eating stuff that's really going to help keep you full um, and, and, and stable so that you can think, so they're not starving, so that you don't go to the next meal starving and eat everything in sight? You know, the type of calories is what's going to keep you consistent. Stop running from this idea. I don't think it's healthy to hyper-focus on calories, but also don't think it's wise to ignore the type of calories you're eating as well. Stop going into it blindly. Um, And with consistency, let's talk about that. The fourth is consistency. The fourth thing we're going to talk about is consistency. This is a big one. We want results. But when the results don't come, we fail to point the fingers at ourselves. So I want this. I want that. But, oh, I did nothing. I did nothing to make me fail at that wellness diet or whatever you were on. You know, it's that diet didn't help. You didn't help me. I've had people that say you didn't help me lose weight. 
well, honey, I can't sit there in your kitchen with you every second of the day and tell you exactly what to put in your mouth and what not to put in your mouth and what to do. We lack ownership, and we've talked about this in a previous episode of the podcast. We lack ownership when it comes to things. And weight loss is a big one. We want all these results, but then we don't want to put in the work for the results. When have you ever, ever done anything that you don't put in work for the results and expect a result? I, I, it just, and I'm really passionate about this one. You could probably tell in how I talk, I'm talking right now because it makes zero sense to me. I don't want to guilt or shame you. That's not what I'm doing with this. But I want you to look back and ask yourself, was I consistent? Was I consistent? And chances are, you might not have been if you're not losing weight. I look at myself and say, Brady, I'll, I'll do the same thing, guys. And I'll be like, what the hell? I did so well. And you're like, really, Brady, did you? Did you? Because you went to a football game and you had this and you had that. And so were you consistent? No, I wasn't. You know, be honest with yourself. <clears throat> you know, it's just, I don't understand this. Like if you studied for a test, or you didn't study for a test. Let's say you didn't study um, the amount of time that you needed to study for that test, and you got a 60 on that test. Well, why are you pointing the finger at that test? Why are you saying, and some people might, but would you say that test is messed up, my teacher is messed up, when you studied an hour for a test that you should have been studying two days for? No, that's the same thing with weight loss. Stop pointing fingers at the person who's helping you, the the program that you're on, whatever it is, when you're not doing the work it takes. Stop, and you know what, on on this subject, guys, stop being so angry at your body. I see so many women, they're just furious at their bodies, and your body is doing everything it can to help you. It's just you're not taking care of your body. Stop being pissed at your body when you're putting crap into your body, when you're drinking all the time, when you're not exercising, and you expect your body at age 45 to do something it did at 25. How fair is that? How fair is it for you to treat this body that you've been given with such disrespect? And I say that in a loving way, but you've got to stop expecting this body of yours to be this machine and and give you these printout results when you're not giving it what it needs. Think of your body as a best friend, guys. Would you treat your best friend like that? No. So treat your body with a little bit more respect and understand that it's doing the best it can, the best it can. And guess what, women? If you've had children, if you've had different things going on, give yourself a second Give yourself a second because your body is doing the best it can. I'm going to tell you another thing about your body. It gets pissed at you when you try to lose weight. It doesn't like it. It doesn't like it at all. It's smart. For some reason, it's like, I want to do, I want to keep these reserves on here. And it doesn't want you to lose. So give it a break when you're trying to get it to do something that it doesn't want to do. Give it a hot second. It will do it eventually, but you can't, you can't force it. You can't, you know, make it miserable because it's going to backfire on you. Um, So consistency is a big, big part of this, guys. And when I say consistency, please let me be clear. I do not mean perfection at all. I do not mean perfection. In fact, the reason I wrote the reset method is because I saw that my clients who were successful, if they went out and had a few drinks or had food that maybe um, was a little bit more processed or something um, and maybe had dessert, they were more successful because that next meal, the next day, they didn't beat themselves up. They didn't whine about it. They didn't get pissed off about it. They just stopped, stepped right back on and got back on their plan. You know, they had eggs for breakfast. They had a smoothie for breakfast. They got back on their rhythm and kept going. It wasn't like they were perfect the night before, but guess what? They're getting back up and being consistent. And that's the secret. When you have a not so great meal and you let that meal go into eight meals afterwards, well, that's not being consistent. Okay. So don't get perfection confused with consistency. Okay. It's, I relate this to parenting too. I'm very consistent in how I parent. I am not perfect in how I parent. Sometimes I lose my marbles. Like yesterday when we had arena football in the backyard and everybody was, I've never met, side note, I've, I just like I've never met children that think football is like boxing and and karate and everything all at once. Like we have full out like 
like punching when you tackle. It's just, it's mind blowing to raise boys. I really sit back and think and I'm like, holy crap. It's a lot. However, I did lose my marbles with them yesterday because I was tired of, of the, of the, um, beat down that was occurring. And so after about two hours of this and nobody would come inside and take showers because we have no idea how to turn off the day either at our household, you know, I lost my marbles. So I wasn't perfect yesterday, but I am consistent in what I'm trying to get across to my kids. The same thing with food. I want you to be consistent. You do not have to be perfect. Get back up. Do it again. That's all I'm asking. Okay. Get back up. Do it again. That's all you're going to do. That's how you're going to that's how you're going to get the results you want. Um, I want to show you that you can have flexibility, you know, and get the same results that you want. It's just that you have to be consistent and you have to be truthful to yourself. I do it all the time. At the same time, I don't want you to beat yourself up about things. Many people will say, I did so good on this diet. Now I can't lose any weight. Well, it's because it wasn't as strict. You were eating 900 calories a day for 60 days and um, you were weighing in once a week. So that kept you, you know, that, well, first of all, that's just a whole mental issue. And, but that kept you consistent. Okay. So then when you go on this other plan that's got, you know, you're not being, you're not tracking, you're thinking you're doing it, but you're not tracking and you're not as consistent. So that other plan, you lost all this weight. You were probably a hundred percent consistent, a hundred percent miserable if you want to know the honest truth, but you did lose weight. Well, you have to find some middle ground on it and find a way to be 80% consistent and have a little bit of flexibility in it as well. But you don't know if you're consistent, if you're not looking at what you're eating. And this is another side note, going back to tracking, guys. You don't have to do it in an app or anything. You can simply write it down and estimate as well. Um, the apps just spit it out for you better. And I like the apps for protein. So I don't even care what app you're using. Um, it doesn't really matter to me because... The, the calories are going to be kind of a range on there anyway. Nothing with calories is going to be perfection or precise, but I like to see the protein levels, and it's easier for you to spit it out um, with the protein levels. Um, let's see, guys. So with consistency, don't freak out when you're not consistent. That's that's I'm going to end with that. I always love it when we go back and we can identify some reasons why you weren't consistent. So I like it when you kind of not get consistent for a hot second or or you had a moment or maybe a couple of days when you weren't consistent. And then we talk about the reasons why. You Like I said before, you just have to get up and try again. Just try it again. That's all I'm asking. Just keep trying. I always say one day will not make or break your wellness. And it won't, guys. It won't. But multiple days will. So just remember that with consistency. And and no, please do not lie to yourself when you say you're consistent and you really won't. And, and don't point the finger at the program, at the food, at whatever it is. Don't point the finger at that. Just know that you that you weren't consistent. Take ownership of it. Consistency might not be the magical unicorn that you're looking for, but at the end of the day, it's going to bring success. It just will. I can tell you it's it's tried and true. If you stay with it, you will see success. If you see someone that looks and, and leads a healthy lifestyle, I can guarantee you that they're consistent. If you are training for a marathon in order to finish, you need to be consistent in your training. If you don't do your training, you're not going to finish the way you want to finish. In fact, consistency is a trait that helps you in all aspects of your life. And it's one that we struggle with in society. You've got to be consistent. It's, it's very much a mental challenge. So find tools to help you. Find a friend. Find a coach. Find an app. Whatever it might be, write, write it down every day for you to be consistent. But ingrain that word in your head. Consistency changes. It, it changes things. And you have to just keep putting a foot in front of the other. Just tonight, when, um, or last night, when I was writing this, Tyler called and asked if I wanted to go to Corona's with the boys. And while I really wanted to go, and I was doing a thousand other things at home, I currently I'm trying to reset. So I'm on a little bit of, I'm tracking. And I know that um, if I'm not consistent last night, it's going to lead in. Like I, I just knew that I, the weekend I'd rather have chips on Saturday versus chips on Sunday or kind of thing. So I, you you have to be consistent, be mindful. It's not, just don't throw the towel in. And 
And and if you do go to a restaurant, you don't have to eat the chips. I just knew that I was not in the mental mindset. I was tired. And so I was like, I'll sit there and eat the chips. So no, I'll just eat at home. And this is where my tough love comes in. You are a grown adult saying, I don't like the texture of things, or I can't do that, or this was a tough week, or saying it was hard. No crap, y'all. Life is hard. It's tough. We're surrounded by big food that basically wants you to eat crap all the time, and they make it so that you want to eat it, right? It's just it's just how it is. But but then you don't meet your goals, and, and maybe... And maybe that that consistency in your life with wellness will lead to consistency in other parts of your life. Uh, we have to stop being so soft with ourselves all the time. It's, I want you to love yourself, but I also want you to be truthful. There's something about truth. The truth always sets you free, and you have to be truthful, you know, and including with yourself. Yourself is the most important person to be truthful to. I've seen more and more kids like behavior with wellness from adults than ever. You know, you have to stop being so negative and whining and and all your requirements and just freaking make better choices. It's just it's just you spend so much time worrying about these details of things when you just need to do the work. And I understand it's hard, y'all. I get it. I get all of what you're saying. I have struggles that I can't even tell you about, okay? Because it's hard. It's really, really hard. And I get falling into a bag of dark chocolate almonds. I get all that. I've done all that, guys. I have. I'm human too. Even though this is what I do for a living, I am human too. But I know even though life is tough and stressful, I get it. You got to get up and you got to do the work. We all have our stuff, and I won't lie that that chips and salsa would probably make your stressful day feel a little bit better for a hot second, but then it's going to come all back, and you know, and life always comes back to you, and, and I always say, like, when I eat something like that, I want to be 100% like, okay, I'm eating it. I'm not feeling bad, so if I ate it, if I can kind of know before if I eat it, like, if... I'm going to be like, oh, crap, I probably shouldn't have eaten that. Then I'm not going to eat it. You know, you got to do some mental work with it as well. But I'm an adult, and I'm not going to focus on all the crap that I already had this week. I'm going to focus on what matters most, okay? Yes, your life is stressful, but I'm going to do the work. I'm not going to focus on the past. I'm going to focus on right now. So even if you did have the chips and salsa, let's move past it. Um, And that brings me to my fifth thing I'm going to talk about today, the ability to reset when you vary. It it is, it's okay. Don't freak out. Don't jump off your habits. I want you to be okay with that. Like I talked about a little bit before, the ability to, to just be okay, to just be like, oh, you know what? To be neutral about it. Stop freaking out about it all the time, y'all. Just be like, you know what? That happened. I'm going to go back on you know, the next meal, the next day, focus on my protein, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Everything is going to be okay with that. Um, and also, guys, when you're looking at weight loss, you're going to see a lot of, you know, I was talking to a friend slash client about fasting, about timed eating, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it, it depends. That's what I like to say. It depends. It depends on the person, whether that's going to work for you. If you're looking at fasting for uh, weight loss, it's just going to be calorie restriction. So for me, it doesn't work. I've tried it. Um, it doesn't work. I get really too hungry in the mornings and it doesn't work for me, but it works for a lot of people. So it just mainly depends. So all these new research and new things that are coming out, keto, all that kind of stuff that comes out might have a place in your toolbox. But if you're looking for weight loss, it's going to come down to the calories and the type of calories you're eating. Just remember that. So if you see different things come out, try not, I have a lot of overthinkers, women I think in general are overthinkers. So they want to like 
you know, they're doing okay and they're losing two or three pounds and then some something comes out or they hear somebody else have done something like, oh crap, I'm going to jump and do this. Oh crap, I'm going to jump and do that. When you just have to kind of stick to what you're doing because your body is going to probably be different than your friends, your neighbors, you know, whatever it is. So I want you to just stick to what works for your body. And that's part of why I want you to try to learn what works for your body. And that kind of puts it out in your in your face of what works. So don't get so bogged in on the new research that comes out, guys. I always say your body's your best research and it's going to tell you what's going to work or not. So don't get bogged down in the tools. I always say you can have this big toolbox and you can have different methods in there, but don't just throw away everything to go to a different method because so-and-so has lost all this weight doing this method. Just know it goes, it comes down. It's really simple, guys. It's so freaking simple that we've overcomplicated everything. And your life is probably way overcomplicated enough. I know mine is. It's got so much different things in it that I want to make weight loss very simple for you, as simple as we can get it. And that comes down to your calories and what you're eating and your protein. Okay. So those are the things. The things I covered today is what's going to bring you success. I hope this helped you guys. I really, I know I got a little passionate about a couple things, but that's because I just feel like we're we're living in this era, the social media, it's not transparent. And I am really transparent. If I'm anything, I'm very authentic. I am who I am. And I am who I am in my career and helping women as well. If you like it, that's great. If you don't, that's fine. You find a different tool. And I've said this a thousand times. If you want like crazy, fat, like fast weight loss, I'm not your girl. I'm not going to judge you for it. You got to go to a different method. And, they're, and you know what, guys? There are methods out there for that now. And I tell friends that. And I tell people that. Like if you want something really fast, you need to go to do a different method. And it's out there now. So... Go do that and stick with that. If you want something that's slower and you're not going to lose muscle mass and um, not as many side effects and just not, you know, as just crazy on your body, then then look at these tools, guys. Look at these tactics. If you have any questions, please reach out. Please let me know if you like this episode. I know I don't normally talk about weight loss, but it's been something that's been people have been asking me about. And I'm going to leave you with this, guys. Open your eyes, sit with it, then make the change. Make the change. You can make the change. I have complete confidence that you can make the change. Show people that this isn't so crazy, that you can do it, that you can live this chaotic life that we live in in America because we just live in chaos and you need to slow parts of it down. And this is one of the parts that you can simplify. Trust me, it is. It's just, it's just kind of, you can simplify it and make it work. You deserve that. Okay. And that's part of the reason I did this episode. I was tired of seeing all this junk out on the internet and confusing everybody that I'm around. You deserve the change and you deserve some honesty and transparency and truth. Be consistent, be mindful, and whatever you do, don't give up. Make an effort. Have a positive mindset. All of you all health, love, and happiness, and I will see you next time. Bye, guys.